Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Every praise is to my God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise, every praise is to our God. Hallelujah! Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Shall we share a word of prayer? Father, we want to thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for your presence here with us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who is here to guide us into all truth. Let your perfect will be done. Once again, I want to thank you for the life of our Father, our Pastor, our Bishop. Tonight, even as he preaches and they run up the campaign in Mozambique, we ask for special anointing upon him. Bless him and use him. Let your will be done in Mozambique in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Thank you very much, Orchids, for that beautiful ministration. We will not give up. We will keep fighting. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, I want to share with you from another book that Bishop has released in these times. Amen. Oh, I thought you'd be very excited. I think we've launched two of the books. Six books have been released. Um, how to make foolproof of your ministry. And then secondly, uh, one of you is a devil. Mercy. As an person, is that you or is somebody else? So last week we shared from that book. But tonight, I want to also pray from one book, another book that he has released, a fat one, How to Neutralize Curses. It's a very thick book on curses, I tell you. Bishop Dag is just amazing. You know, you wonder that how much can a person write on cases? But this whole fat book, yes. So I believe that it's a book you must get. We'll try and launch it today as well. Just a few copies that we have. So make sure that you get yours. Just about 10 or so copies. Amen. So how to neutralize cases? Tonight I want to preach from chapter 10. The curse on Adam. Hallelujah. Now, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 and verse 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. The Bible says that. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, 
Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we may receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. And then in Revelation chapter 22, the Bible says that, verse 3, I think, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Amen. So, you find in these two scriptures that God has made provision for curses to be taken out of our lives. Now, the first time a curse was introduced onto the earth was in Genesis. When man disobeyed God, then a curse was introduced. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 17, God gave the curse on man. In fact, he started a curse on the serpent and then the curse on the woman and then the curse on the man. But tonight we are starting with the man so that. Is it a good idea? Yeah. Okay. So it says that, and unto Adam he said, because thou hast hacking unto the voice of thy wife. Mercy. <laughs> Mercy. You can easily be listening to your wife and be in trouble. What a shock. And has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Curse is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. By the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for thus thou art, and unto dust shall thou return. Now, anytime you talk about a case, you are talking about a picture of something. A case always gives you a picture. You will see certain things. Then it will show you that there's a case operating. Just like how a doctor will look at a patient. Sometimes you will look at the eye of the patient. Then he can see certain things. He looks at a few things. And then he can tell, you are suffering from this, you are suffering from that, you are suffering from this. Yeah. Sometimes the size of your stomach is, is, is a message. Oh, dog, isn't that the case? Yeah. Sometimes the stomach that you see, sometimes it's not correct. The stomach is... There are things inside. See people's legs. You look at the foot. It, it, it tells you something. So they have learned to see pictures of people and be able to tell what is wrong with them. In the same way also, when you see certain signs in certain areas, it is a picture of a curse that is operating there. Oh, but I declare that curses that are operating in your life, they shall not operate anymore. Because the Bible says that in heaven, there shall be no more curse. 
He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So, we need to get to the place where curses are neutralized in our lives. And I declare that by the time we finish with this, curses will be neutralized in your life. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, no more curse. So, curses are real. They are real. And when you see pictures, you see a picture of a man, the way he is moving, a woman, you see even the Jews, they showed things about them. And then the people who even cursed Jews and maltreated them, they do things that are operating in their lives. So when you see that picture, you will see that this is a curse complete. Mercy. But may the Lord cause our eyes to be trained to see the curses so that we will not just be happy in them but we will make sure that we come out of them in Jesus name I see the curses being neutralized in your life so from this scripture we read when God cursed Adam there were certain things that were introduced into his life which meant that any man who also came on this earth, that same picture will be on you. Oh, yeah. Forgive. God don't want no more mercy. So the first thing he said was that, unto dust shall thou return. Mm. So the first thing that was introduced into the life of mankind was death. As soon as the curse came, death also came in. So you will find out that the reality of death in our lives and everything is so real. Is there? Oh yes. A curse is definitely operating. Sometimes people die before their time. Of course, we will all die. But sometimes people die before their time because a curse is operating. Well, you will not die before your time. You shall live to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. And unto dust, it's like the thing is determined you are going. And unto dust shall thou return. Man used to live for a long time. The oldest man that ever lived, Methuselah, 969 years, isn't it? Yes. So people could live, I mean, 500, I'm having my 500th birthday. <laughs> yes. I mean, those days, if you have a child around 50 years, teenage pregnancy, it's too early. It's too early to have a child at 50 years. Because people could live long. Well, I'm going for a birthday party. Hey, how old is the person? Oh, 423. <laughs> people could live long. But now, you see that at the age of even 25, gone too soon. What a shock. I can't believe it. <laughs> Why have you done 
this to us. Is it true that the person's picture is there as you are looking at the person's face? Because of a curse. Oh, but may we be delivered from the curse of dying early in the name of Jesus. The second thing that was introduced, it said, cursed is the ground for thy sake. Mm. That means that you are going to work with hard labor. Mm. Any job that you will get, <laughs> hard labor. You see, man, small job you are doing, working hard, moving up and down. Waking up early. See people traveling from Adenta to Accra. They set up 4 a.m. You have to beat the traffic. All these things. Drop your children in school. These days you see the children, they are sleeping in the car. Oh, they are feeling sleepy. They said breakfast in school. Look at that. Because the children don't have the time to eat breakfast at home. All because of a case. When you see the picture like that, and you see yourself early in the morning, you have woken up, you are batting, running around, a case is operating. <laughs> As the next person, is the case operating in your life? Wake your picture. May you be delivered from the place where you always have to be running. Hmm. Number three, the third thing that was introduced, he said, In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of your life. In other words, from now, sorrow is going to be part of your life. Before you get anything, you will, you, 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 you will be sad. You will be sorrowful. Hey! Misery and all that was introduced. That was where melancholism also was introduced. <laughs> See people depressed and very moody and sad. It was also introduced when God cursed man. It's a picture. When you are always moody and sad, it's a picture. And that, don't say that's how I am. That's not how you are. It's a picture. Something is operating. Look at the next person's face and check whether it's a moody, depressed, melancholic. The fourth thing that was introduced is that thorns and thistles shall it bring to thee, which is pain, hurts, hey, frustration, disappointment. Instead of having fruits and nice things, you are having thorns. These are going to prick you. So pain, your life is going to be full of pain. Disappointment. Things that you are expecting, they don't come. You are disappointed all the time. And some of you, this is the story of your life. Pain, 
disappointment, things that you expect, they just don't happen. Every time something is about to happen, then something else comes in. A curse is operating. Mercy. God will deliver you from that curse in Jesus' name. Number five, it says, in the sweat of your face, shall thou eat bread. Mm. That means that you cannot prosper without sweat. <laughs> it's not easy. Even as pastors, as we are preaching, we are sweating. Bring me my towel. <laughs> you see that people are sweating. It's not easy. Sweating, moving up and down. Now, there, we don't even use the handkerchief again because the sweat is so mad that we need a face towel. <laughs> that is how bad it's gotten. Hey. You see, but that was not God's plan for man. Man had everything in the garden, everything he needed was there. He didn't have to sweat for it, he didn't have to work hard for it, he didn't have to labor and all that the things were there but as soon as a curse was introduced then everything became listen may any curse that is operating in your life may it be taken out of your life in jesus name a curse is not a good thing you don't need it and that is why in heaven the bible says that there shall be no more curse and God wants you to begin to experience it here on earth before you arrive in heaven. May there not be curses in your life. May there not be any curse operating in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Run away from curses like you are running away from. Anything that will introduce a curse into your life, run away from it. Because I tell you, Thorns and thistles, death, suffering, pain, disappointment. These are the things, sorrow, these are the things that will characterize your life. Hey, I tell you, brothers, we need to be delivered. Oh yeah, may, may the Lord bring you to a place where you are delivered from these curses. I am praying for every brother here. May you be delivered from these curses in the name of Jesus. As you are in Christ, may your life be a different story in the name of Jesus. May people look at you and see that you are different from every other person. In the name of Jesus Christ. This one is for the brothers. The brothers, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. May you be delivered from that place. I see God delivering you by the power of the blood of Jesus. May you be delivered from it in the name of Jesus. A new line is beginning with you. A new generation of blessed people is beginning with you. Your bloodline shall be a blessed line in the name of Jesus Christ. May every curse in your life be turned into a blessing. In the name of Jesus, it shall be your story. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hallelujah. So all these things are being fulfilled. And that's why a lot of people are even encouraging their children. They are forcing for their children to even go to school. And learn more. See, because one of the things to realize is that education also helps to neutralize the curse a bit. Even the people who have gone to school, eh, it's very easy. <laughs> you should see how people behave, even though they have gone to school. They have gained this thing. Because when you go to, let's say, the bank, there are categories of people. Oh. There are some people, they, they just sit there. They take one or two decisions. Sign, sign. And Agbena. They fly. Go and come. Yeah. Play golf. See them on the golf course. They'll be playing with great people. They just buy the golf course. No, they just sign some contracts and then they are moving. Agbena. Onake, sweatless blessings, sweatless prosperity. Sweatless. Hey! But there are some people they sit behind the tether. Tell her number one, please. The whole day. They sit there. Sometimes back, it used to be up to three o'clock, or it used to be sometimes I was two o'clock or something like that. Then it moved to three o'clock. Then now four o'clock. Now five. Now they have other Saturday. Some to Sunday. And after they have finished the front, this thing, there's a back office that they have to go and make sure the money balances. Hey, you see that? When you check and the money is not balanced, you are sweating like something. Call over. First to come, last to go. And you have to wear uniform. If you like, don't wear uniform and see. They'll give you, then there's a special Friday one that they wear. <laughs> if you like, don't wear it and see. But there are some people, they don't wear any uniform. They just come, they, they sit down. Because education has taken away some of the sweat and the labor and the pain and all that. Hey, may you go to school, oh? Some of you, when your parents say go to school, you say, no, I won't go. You will see that the curse will operate in your life. Pa, pa, pa. Yeah. Yeah. It's even by education that some of the things we have be able to take them away, like the pain that women go through in childbirth. Just by education that they have introduced certain things that when they inject you with it, you don't feel the pain so much. Yeah. Even that one. <laughs> So, when Solomon looked at all these things, he started writing some things that are operating in a man's life. You see, but I believe that this was before Christ. And the coming of Christ is taking you out of all these things. He has recorded these things as this is what it is under the sun. Under the sun, you see him writing all the things. Under the sun, under the sun. Under the sun means a we are safe. So a we are safe. So on this earth, these are the things that are happening 
So it's like as you are coming, you too, you can easily be looking at it. So, oh, that's how it's going to be. But I came to tell you that by the power of the deliverance that Christ has given to you, it must not be so in your life. And I declare that the people here at the sound of my voice, God is going to deliver you from the pain of the curse that is operating in the name of Jesus. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. He said, Christ has redeemed us. Not that he's about to do it. He has already redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham. Oh, when we start talking about that, you'll be receiving some blessings in your life. But I see God blessing you and lifting you higher. So, Solomon's observations about these cases in Adam's life and it's like this is how our life is going to be but that is not what your life is going to be Christ came to change the story first observation Solomon made and we are looking at the ten observations then we close first one Solomon said that the life of man was full of grasping and futility. Let's see. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 14. If you have the New American Standard Bible, it says that, I have seen all the works which have been done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and striving after wind. Hey! Chasing wind. Somebody try and catch the wind. See whether you can see your hand whether you have caught something. Now, this is the observation that Solomon made. That in this life, as you are moving, whatever you are doing, it's as if you are grasping the wind, you are trying to catch the wind. What he's trying to say is that at the end of the day, whatever you will do will end up in cause zero or cause 90. But it shall not be your story that by the time you finish, your story shall be different. I said your case will be different. I declare that somebody here, God is making your case different. It shall not be that at the end of your life, you will look back and say that I only caught the wind. No. You will have something to point to. And say that my efforts have produced something. Be delivered from disappointments and pain and the curse of life. You are delivered from it in Jesus' name. Number two, and we are about to close. Solomon said the achievements of men were actually useless. Hey. Now when you hear something like this, you will not even try to do anything. It's not encouraging. That you have come into this world and then your father sits you down. Then the first thing he says to you is that in this life, in this life that we are in, 
when you do anything, by the time you finish, it's like chasing after the wind. Will you be encouraged in this life? That is why when we come to church, we hear something different from what the world is saying. Then they tell you that whatever you will achieve will be useless. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 11. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought. And on the labor I had labored to do. (laughs) And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirits. And there was no profit under the sun. Hey! Last Saturday, I was doing some outreach. I was talking to some, I was doing some door-to-door outreach. Then I saw two guys sitting down, some two fancy men, and he's listening. And he could see amazing, a human, and I didn't come for super new. Vexation of spirit. <laughs> I was passing. You know, I was actually moving on to go and talk. But when I heard the comment they were making, I had to come back. <laughs> I said, these people need to hear some new words. They have heard the words of Solomon that it's all vexation of spirit. But they need to hear another word that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse unto us that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. So I was talking to them. I said, listen, if your eye is on MPP and NDC and all this thing there, it shall be disappointment and vexation of spirit. Because they themselves, the curse is operating mightily. You see, that is why when you come to the church, the environment changes. The environment, the atmosphere in church is different from the world. Because the world, the things that are operating there, but when you enter this place, everything changes. I declare that somebody is living here with a new word in your heart. God is about to do a new work in you. I went to him. I said, "Mpocho, what for them?" Said, "Me didn't kraba." That's right. Say, "Free, what's improv? I've been proud. I'm going to I saw that Charlie. All is vanity. Anybody here who is experiencing this thing in your life, that whatever I'm doing is vanity, is useless, is vexation of spirit. I declare today that your story is changing in Jesus' name. That is not what is supposed to be your story. That is not what God has ordained for you. God has ordained something better for you. Shall not be. Shall not be. Oh, Jesus. Number three. On the close. What observation did Solomon make again? Solomon said that anyone who had analyzed what life on this earth actually was will hate life itself. 
once you analyze and see how the life is on this earth, you will end up hating life. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 17. Therefore, I hated life. Mm. Because the work that is wrought under the sun, once again, is the commonest thing you see under the sun, under the sun. Under the sun is grievous unto me. For all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Mm. When you look at it from that angle, you will hate life. I don't know why you would want to live. Yes. You see, but Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But I like the way the, key, uh, the Amplified Bible puts it. It says that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I said, I came that they may have and enjoy life. <laughs> so when you get to the place where you begin to hate life, then the life of Jesus Christ is not operating in you. There's another kind of life. It's called Zoe. It's a great kind of life. It's a good life. It's a blessed life. It's a life where you enjoy God. One day the Bible says of Rebecca in Genesis 27. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. And I think verse 46. She said, and Rebecca said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob take a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these which are of the daughters of the land, what good shall life do to me? Now, you, you will get to a point that now the marriage that your son is going to marry to, it is now a problem for you. You have taken the thing personal. <laughs> what good shall life do to me if my son goes to marry from this place? Everything about life becomes whatever. You, you hate life. You don't want anything to do with life. And all you think about is, let me die. Anybody here who has that kind of thought, we curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a thought from the pit of hell. The devil wants you to be weary of life. I am tired of life. I want to commit suicide. I don't think I can go on anymore. I don't see any good that is coming. Even the marriage that my son is going to marry, I don't know how it's going to help me in this life. Hey. 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 Anything at all can be whatever to you. Why do you worry?
worry about your son's marriage that is going to, you have taken the thing upon yourself, it's going to kill you. You have taken the thing, welcome. If your son is going to marry, the son's marriage, it should flow. But you have decided that you want to die. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19, the Bible says, he said, put it there on the screen, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. He said, what I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. For I have set before you life and death. <laughs> I have set before you. Blessing and cursing. Then he advises you. He said, therefore, 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 therefore. In this life, you will have life. You will have death. You have blessing. You have curses. It is up to you. You have to decide that I'm going to choose life. Don't choose death. Choose life. Don't choose death. The devil tells you there's no point in living. I don't even know what this is going to do to me. If I go and work here, if I... Listen, no matter what, don't choose death. Choose life. Choose life. Choose life. I'm speaking to somebody here. I don't know what you have been through. You have decided that this is it. I won't continue anymore. I came to tell you today, choose life. Look at somebody, tell the person, choose life. Tell him, don't choose death. Choose life. Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 4. The Bible says that for to him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. Listen, you, you may think that all is lost, it's not going to work, but you just need to stay joined to the living. Don't decide to go and join the dead people. Why are you going to join the dead people? There's nothing with the dead people. The place you have to be is with the living. Be with the living. Anybody join to the living, there is hope. I came to tell you today, there is hope for your life. Don't give up yet. There is hope for your life. Things will turn around. If you believe it, can I hear your loudest amen? Tell somebody there's hope. He said, for a living dog is better than a dead lion. Why should you be a dead lion when you can be a living dog? You may look small like a, as a dog, but it's better than being dead as a lion. Oh, I came to declare to you today, decide that I'm going to live. Decide that I'll choose life. Decide that it doesn't matter how small it is. I'm going to choose life. I will stay with life. If you believe me, shout yes. I'm not going to choose death. I'm not going to choose death. 
sometimes you look at yourself people know you as a big man people know you as somebody who is doing well and now things are going down instead of coming down to accept that one so no i don't think that i can be living as a dog i i i must die as a lion it's a fool you are a fool it's a foolish statement don't choose that one it's from the devil you must live for to anyone that is joined to the living there is hope oh give three people a high five tell them there is hope for you there's hope for you god brought you here today to hear this message that there is hope for you don't give up yet don't give up yet it is better to be living as a dog than to die like a lion you need to stay alive i place before you life and death choose life choose life choose life choose life shout yes he said in verse 5 ecclesiastes 9 verse 5 quickly for the living know that they shall die but the dead they know not anything neither have they any more a reward for the memory of them is forgotten is that what you want your memory shall not be forgotten in the name of jesus verse 6 he said what is that also their love and their what hatred and their envy is now perish everything they have to offer is gone they don't have the opportunity to offer anything again listen don't choose death even as a little dog you can still offer something to the church it's better than being dead i declare that you shall not die i declare that anything that wants you to give up i cast it in the name of jesus may you live and not die in jesus name even if you are a rat there is something you can offer but as soon as you die your love, your hatred, your envy, all these things, you cannot offer it anymore. You are forgotten. You see how soon people are forgotten, no matter what they have done in this life. Presidents, we don't remember them again. All of them, we've just forgotten. Once in a while, then something comes and hey, somebody like that. But he's neither have they any more portion forever in anything that is done under the sun oh it shall not be your story the devil doesn't want you to have a portion in what is going on in this life but i came to declare you are living you are not dying you are choosing life may you have a portion i said may you have a portion of whatever is going on in this life Oh, you shall have and enjoy life. You shall have a portion in this life. You shall have a portion in this life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. Then he said what? Go thy way. This is the message the Lord is giving to you. Instead of throwing your hands in the air, he said, go thy way. Eat your bread with joy. 
Don't go looking very sad out there. Go and get some bread. Get some tea bread. Get some butter bread. Get some sugar bread. Put some butter inside. Make some milo. Eat and be happy. Shout yes. With plenty milk. And drink thy wine with a merry heart. For God now accepted thy works. Hey. Verse 8, he said, let your garment be always white. In other words, try and live a holy life. And let your head lack no ointment. Oh yeah, put oil in your hair. Let your hair shine. Don't be looking some way. Dress nicely. Put oil in your hair. Put your pomade. Dress up. Make up. Look nice. Put on your bed clothes and be walking in town. Yes. Oh, I see a new set of people. Somebody you were giving up. But I see God bringing hope back to you again. Put on your clothes and walk through town. Something is changing in your life. Shout yes. I see somebody here. You have sent application to many places and it is not working. And so you have decided that you are giving up. I came to tell you, don't give up. Don't let your hair lack oil. Get some pomade. Get some something nice. Ladies, get some nice shampoo. Make your hair nice. Put on your makeup. Put on your nice dress. And begin to move through town. It is not the end of life. You shall live and not die. Shout yes. One brother disappointed you and so what? Who said that's the end of life? You said, I'm tired. I'm going to commit suicide. Why should you commit suicide? He said, I place before you life and death. Choose life. For when you are joined to the living, there is hope. Johnny says he will not marry you. No problem. Be joined to the living. Keep looking nice. Put on your makeup. Make your hair. And just wear your clothes. One of these days, Robbie will come and propose. Joe will come and propose. Sylvester will come and propose. You will have many proposers. There is hope. There is hope. Solomon said, when you analyze life, you will hate life. Don't waste your time analyzing life. Why waste your time analyzing life? You will be sad. Begin to look at the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Look at what God is doing in the lives of people. And believe that you too, your time will come. Oh, I declare that somebody's time has come. Say, it is me. Let your head lack no. That's why we put oil on you. We anoint you so that you'll be anointed. So that something will happen to you. Oh, give me oil. Give me oil. We will anoint people's head. May the oil break every yoke in your life. May every curse operating in your life, may it be destroyed in Jesus' name. Let your head lack no ointment. 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 
let your head lack no ointment that shall be your story in the name of Jesus oh he said in verse 9 live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity yeah he said which he has given you under the sun for that is your portion and this is the life some people you are worried too much you are looking at your wife you are worried <laughs> live joyfully with the wife whom thou has chosen joyfully it is a different thing if you have not married if you are not married and you don't like the beloved some of you every day you are looking at your beloved and say hey let me cry am i not making a mistake now if that's how you are thinking you are making a mistake you better come out of that relationship otherwise you will live the rest of your life worried about the person you have married every day you are wondering this guy cry i don't like his walking so the way he throws his leg every day he's picking his nose i don't like the way he picks his nose this guy i don't like no and when i'm with him i don't feel comfortable then you don't need that person come out that one you are not married but when you are married don't live the rest of your life worrying sad what is this hey be happy with the wife that you have Live joyfully with the wife of your youth. Be happy with the one you have. It is your portion. She may not be as pretty as whatever. She may not have a guitar shape. But she has some shape. Every day you want Coca-Cola shape. But maybe your own is mortar guinea shape. No problem. Enjoy what you have. Be happy with it. Live joyfully. Live joyfully. Every day you are walking and you are looking at people's wives. And you are looking at, you are looking, you are looking. I wish my wife was like that. Hey! Be happy with what you have. Live joyfully with your wife. It's your portion. You too, that is what you got. Everybody, there is a problem somewhere. Whilst you are looking at somebody's wife and saying, Hey, if I get this one, I'll like somebody too is looking at your wife. Hey, otherwise, it will be a vexation of spirit. You are not happy in life every day, so so depression, sad, sad. She may not know how to do something, but she knows how to do something. And that thing you are seeing in another woman that you like, that one too is lacking something that your wife has. So brother, be happy with what you have and enjoy your wife. Shout yeah! Live joyfully. Be happy. Be happy. You too, that's what you got. There are some things I cannot say, but. <laughs> you wish your wife could do certain acrobatics. 
So you are wishing that she was like another lady who can roll and somersault. And... <laughs> but what you don't know is that that one, no, her husband is not enough for her. And she's somersaulting for other people. Live joyfully with the wife of your youth. Live joyfully with the woman you have chosen. Lift your hand and shout yes. No, it's one of the cases of men that we are not happy with what we have. The woman is not there for nothing. Solomon, he married thousands. <laughs> so after having all the thousand, he said, Olenoko, what you have? <laughs> be with it, be happy with it. Because I've tried 1,000. I've seen that the thing, no. The value is the same. May you live joyfully with your wife. May you be happy with your wife. Lift your hand and give the Lord a shh. Hey. Verse 10. I think I just need to close because he said, whatsoever your hand findeth to do, Do it with your might. Do it well. Because there's no device. There's no work in the grave where you are going. Whatever you find to do, my brother, give it your all. Don't look at it and say, what is this? What is... Give it your all. Put your best into it. You are not enjoying life because you are not putting your best in the thing you are doing. If it's marriage you are marrying, marry well. If it's singing you are singing, sing well. One day we will die. You will not have the opportunity to correct anything you could have done anymore. If you follow these things, if you don't take care, you will not give yourself well to things. See, people are in marriage, they are not giving themselves well to their marriage. Because you are thinking about too many things. Everything has become a vexation of spirit. It's a care so. So you need to decide that I am going to enjoy it. I will give my best to it. Whatever you are doing, whether it's a chomo you are selling, or sobolo you are selling, or ice kenke you are selling, kelewele you are selling, do it with your might. Do it with your might. Do it with your might. You should see the people who drink. This type of drinking that you are drinking small, two glasses of whatever, it is not drinking. People drink to the extent that they, they, they fall in the gutter. You see that they are enjoying the drinking. Yeah. They give their all to it. 
see that they can stand by their door then they can't find then you tell the door steady they rather are telling the door to be steady stop moving a friend of mine was telling me he said his brothers they can get so drunk when they come home when they are eating the fufu is there the soup is there then the water to wash their hand too is there somehow when they take the fufu they will put it in the water then they put it in their mouth and then crying chin him crow people are giving themselves to alcohol hey if you are serving god serve god with all your might whatever you are doing do it well do it well that, that you are going to arrive in heaven and say, Yeah, Rejoiner said that when he was taken to heaven, he met three, he met people, and they were all saying three things. Number one, they said that they realized they didn't do much. All of them were saying it in heaven. Anybody who is in heaven is saying that thing. We didn't do much. The second thing they say is that the little we did made very little impact. And the third thing they were saying is that as soon as they died, somebody else came to take their place. And whatever they were doing, the people were doing it better than they were doing it. So everybody is walking in heaven regretting that, oh, I could have done more. I, I could have done something else. Ah, uh, this thing that this person is doing, if me too, I, I could have done it. The day I read that thing that I said to myself, I said, listen, anything I have to do, I will do it with everything I have. Yeah. So that when I arrive in heaven, I will look back and say, ah, I could have done this. I could have done As I'm doing the turning point service, I'm giving it all that I have. All that I have. As I'm preaching, I'm preaching with all that. So if somebody comes to take the mic and preach better than me, I know that I did my best. I did my best. I did my best. All the works of the devil that you don't give your best to things. Just do things anyhow. Let me finish. Verse 11. He said, I returned and I saw another sign. That the race. Not three. The race is not to the swift oh. Not to the sweet, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor what riches to men of understanding, nor what favor to who men of skill, but time and chance happiness to them all. You see, that's why you must know the scripture. There are people who are on the screen, they are not giving you the scripture well, but now, okay, a change scripture. No? It's also a vexation of spirit. I'll be very worried. But listen. Time and chance. There is also something called time and chance. My brother. Hey, it's something your time will come. 
you too your time will come other people may have gone ahead of you don't worry your time is coming i see god making you see your time i see some ladies you are worried because other people are getting married and you are not getting married don't worry time and chance happens to everybody i see you too your time is coming and your chance is coming receive it in the name of jesus if you worry too much about other people when your time comes and your chance comes you may not even see it and a lot of people have been worried about too you have missed your time and your chance this was the chance for you to also do something but you were so depressed that you didn't even recognize that this was my time it will happen to you too that you too you will win the battle you too you will finish the race you too, you will find favor. I see it happening to somebody in the name of Jesus. That shall be your story. Any case that is operating in your life, that makes you feel you are late. That makes you feel you will never make it. That makes you feel it will never be your time. Today, I declare, it is canceled in the name of Jesus. It is better to live. Don't die. Live. There is hope for the living. There is hope for you. Believe that your time will come. Believe that your chance will come. God is going to help you. God is going to help you. Lift up your hand. Receive the help of God. Let your head lack no ointment. Let your head lack no ointment. Bishop Woko, let's put oil on the heads of the people. Stand where you are. But the oil will come on your head. Jesus. Yes. May your head lack no ointment. Yes. Yes. Anybody here who is giving up by the oil upon your head, you shall not give up. Time and chance. 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 Happen it to them all. Somebody's time has come. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but your time has come. Your time. Your time. Your time. Your time. This is your time. This is your season. You are about to give up. But the Lord said, no, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. By the oil that is upon your head. Jesus. Yes. 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 Hey. Mandala la babo shetabaya. Oh, Anna. Oh, let the weak say, Ah. May your head lack no ointment. Jesus. Hey. Yes. I am rich. Receive it because of what the Lord has done. Yes. The Lord has done
Let the weak say. Let the weak say. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Let the poor say. Jesus. Oh, 
everybody lift up your hand begin to speak in tongues right now begin to speak in tongues right now speak in tongues speak in tongues the curse is broken in the name of Jesus loose from today loose 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 in the name of Jesus yes yes it's broken 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 it is better to live than die yes yes hey Receive it. Receive it.
Spirit saying, There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. Yes, there is hope. Oh, Jesus. Just stay there. Come in. Oh, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. No need to give up. Don't be weary of life. It is a vexation of spirit. Hey! Jesus. Jesus. Receive it. Yes. Yes. Your head. somebody invited you to church you're not saved you're not born again you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus I want to be born again if you're here like that just lift up your right hand I'm gonna pray with you you want to be born again lift up your right hand God bless you I see your hand let it go up above your head God bless you God bless you God bless you it's a good night to be saved God bless you 
if you have lifted up your hand do one more thing for me come to me in front here come come from today may your head lack no ointment in the name of Jesus Come on to Jesus. God bless you. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.